0: Hi, and welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'll continue my series with Bob Lowry, and today we're going to talk about the two main, or the four major testing methods, I should say, the region tester, the photometer, the digital meter, and also test strips. And Bob's going to compare and contrast these different test methods for you in this podcast. Pool Service Pro open a Leslie's wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's pool supply offers convenient locations that are open 7 days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's wholesale account is Leslie's referral program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service, save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. Let's switch gears if you have time. We'll talk sure. about we'll talk about the four major ways of testing pool water. You have, of course, the reagent test kits. People are familiar with the Taylor and with the older OTO-type kit. You have photometers by Lamotte and also by uh, various companies that that make those. Um, the iDip is another one that's really good, or the exact iDip. And then you have digital meters. You know, they have the Hawk brand, and Lamotte makes them, where they have a probe on the end. And then you have test strips made by just about everybody. Right. So... The pros and cons of some. Let's start with reagents. What are some of the, the benefits of using a reagent test kit and what are some of the, the cons of it?
1: First of all, I think the pH is pretty accurate provided you you don't have any problem with color blindness. Mm-hmm. But aside from that, uh, I think the phenol red reagent is pretty good for, for measuring pH. Um, a lot of guys have tried to go to um, using a pH meter. And I think that Probably they're not calibrating it often enough and and keeping it clean. you know it's difficult when you're going to to eight to ten pools a day and to keep some of your equipment kind of free of you know. It's kind of an extra step to rinse it off and wipe it off and stuff like that. Uh-huh. I, I know pool guys are always in a hurry. They dip that thing in there and you know shake it off and put it back and carry it to the next pool and do the same thing. And eventually it starts to give a bad reading. And you think you've got a good reading because you got an instrument, when in fact it needs to be calibrated. So, and I think the calibration might last might last for a week.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, depending on how
1: you, you know, what you do with the device, you know, how you store it, just overnight where you keep it, and things like that. But anyway, uh, phenol red is pretty good. It's probably more accurate than a than a meter for what we're doing. I think that the the DPD is a great reagent for measuring uh, free chlorine. It is subject to uh, by the way, it is subject to uh, giving you a false reading if you're looking only for chlorine. And the reason is that any oxidizer you put in the pool, whether it's a non-chlorine shock, uh, ozone, AOP, any of those things, will react with DPD and show up as a reading. Hmm. So um, you need to make Make sure that you're aware of that. If you have added a non-chlorine shock and then you do a DPD test, um, you're getting an interference or getting a false reading that's high uh, because the oxidizer is is reacting with the DPD. And the FAS DPD reagent, it still is DPD, but um, because you can count the drops, um, it's really accurate for we're measuring down to even 0.2 parts per million of chlorine, and that's that's makes it pretty accurate. It makes it a little time consuming, but it makes it pretty accurate. So alkalinity alkalinity is much more accurate with a drop count test kit than it is with uh, strips or or even uh, like the spin touch type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not a a titration on the spin touch or a drop count—it's—it's it's a reaction with a whole other reagent. So I don't think that the alkalinity on those is—is is as good as doing a drop count where you actually know what the alkalinity is because you're doing the titration, mm-hmm. you're counting the drops. So I think uh, I think they're more accurate than uh, than other methods. I do think that the the electronic readers the photometers whether it's from ITS or Lamotte with their their cue or color cue they're all photometers um and they all read better than your eyes will you know they are a better a better method of of measuring than your eyes can do because you're looking at shades and and it's electronically doing it so um uh, their reader can probably read you know sixteen million colors you know, and your eyes can read about fifty thousand so
0: <laughs> and what so, about I know that a lot of the photometers now use the tab- little tablets for alkalinity and calcium yeah. hardness is there i mean is there a logical reason to go from a reagent to a tablet? The problem with reagents is that that they um
1: they uh i, I they expire. You know they're subject to degradation and stuff, and so um, the advantage to tablets is that most of the tablets are packed in some kind of foil, and mm-hmm. they're they're probably good for five years. You know, and and that that's a good advantage. The disadvantage, of course, is you have to make sure that it, you know you you crunched it up and and done yeah. whatever you need to make sure it's dissolved in there. But um, and, of course, it takes a little more time if it's a tablet to do it. And I know that that a lot of service guys don't want to run every test every time at their pools because it takes, you know, 10 or 15 minutes to run all those tests. And, of course, that's popularity of the spin touch type thing. You know, it takes one minute to do, to do eight tests or ten tests. There's an advantage to that. But I look at strips to me – have had a problem and they're they're getting better all the time but the problem has been that the pad itself is about what a quarter inch square and at the edges you can get a different color than in the middle mm-hmm. and so it's not a uniform color all the way across that and increments of color change are not enough for most people like me to determine whether you know is that 80 parts per million or 90 parts or 100 parts per million of alkalinity there's very little difference in there and for professionals you know i recommend 90 alkalinity and 80 or 120 looks the same on the strip you know so how do you know and 90 is okay, 120 is not. Um, I I think that you can use a strip as a test, as a, as a, a means to see if the water's okay, if that's what you want to know. But if you really want to know what the readings
0: are, you can't use
1: strips to get
0: it. I guess we should also mention that for the count... But the hardness is total hardness and not calcium hardness and a test strip. That's
1: correct. Uh, test all test strips measure total hardness and not calcium hardness. And that can be a significant difference because there can be a lot of magnesium in certain in certain waters and give you a reading that's total hardness, that's really high.
0: Okay, so that's a factor too. And, and back to the digital meters, I, I think you mentioned that you know most book guys aren't going to calibrate their, their pH meters. And they're they're certainly probably not going to keep them in pH four solution out there on the route. They're kind of like something out have kind of baby. And I would only recommend those I think for a startup or if you're going to use them. I don't think they're, I don't think they're actually made for everyday twenty pools a day use, as far as I can tell.
1: Yeah, I I, I still think you'd be better off with phenol red, yeah. and maybe phenol red with a with an electronic reader. Yeah. You know, uh, maybe like the the Lamotte uh, Q Q two plus or whatever their latest.
0: What about the guys that flash test with the reagents?
1: That's a waste of time. They may as well just not test.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, the you can put some. When I first got in the industry, a lot of guys are flash testing with pH and OTO,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and and they just wanted they wanted to see if the water when the drop hit the water whether it was was kind of orange colored or yellow colored or pink the o t o uh if the drop hit the water and it didn't change, there wasn't any chlorine you know and if it if it if there if it lit up uh yellow um that meant there was some chlorine in the pool i never i actually did a demonstration many years ago. In uh, Glendale, California, I got a tank of water and I adjusted it to the way I wanted it, and then I asked ten guys to come in and flash test it, and not one of them was even close. So it just was to show them that uh what they were doing is not is not a good method of doing it. Yeah, I've seen I think cool that, guys
0: at the supplier with like a little belt pouch, and they have their OTO and their yeah, they have a little holster in there. Uh-huh. Yeah, they have
1: a little holster for there. They could quick draw that and drop it in the.
0: i did my own testing with that too to see if it worked and so i took the oto and i dropped it in the 20,000 gallon pool and it lit up pretty good it was like a pretty dark yellow and then i did the actual chlorine test and it showed only one parts per million and so it can be very deceiving
1: yeah it can be so yeah you can tell if there's if there's chlorine or not is about the only thing you can tell but the strips do have some advantages. There are some strips out there that have a wider pH range. Um, some of them have uh, – they even make some strips, by the way, that go up to 200 parts per million mm-hmm. of chlorine. And so uh, it may be something that you want to keep a few of those around, keep them in the foil and store them someplace. Because if you overchlorinate a pool, um, you can use that strip to see how high it really is. So there are some strips that do that. I think that you you should have something that is good, like a Taylor. Um, if you're looking for speed, maybe something like the the Q or the mm-hmm. or the I um, test or mm-hmm. the I T S exact, the exact eye. Yeah,
0: those are good yeah. too, by the way. But it, I think the reason why the I T S testers look like they're not as good as the color Q is that they use a an exact strip. It's not a test strip, but it's a it's a delivery system for the reagent yeah
1: and and so you put the strip in there and wave it back and forth, and that's just to get the reagent from the strip into the water, yeah. and then you push the button and it and it reads it um uh, but again, that's one test, one strip, one you know however long it takes, it takes you know two minutes to do each test to do each test. And and I know that guys are in a hurry when they go to a pool and spending ten or fifteen minutes testing the water is not what they want to do.
0: That's the drawback with the photometers it is the time unless you get the spin touch, which again does, you know, the ten test factors in sixty seconds. But as far as speed and affordability, I think the reagent testers, I mean the refills on reagents are highly affordable and to do the drop test is pretty quick
1: well and most guys uh i think they probably just do the the main three when they get there yeah they do ph alkalinity and chlorine mm-hmm. and and the other tests they test maybe once a month or something they test for for cyanuric acid and calcium hardness and tds you you have to have a tds meter Mm-hmm. And so, which one you get is a matter of whether you want one like the like the p h meter or you want a a little square one like the can't think of the name right now the company that sells the one, but they're down there in Southern California somewhere in Carlsbad um but they make little meters, and we used to sell them they're they're quite accurate but you do need a meter. You and if you got salt pools, you need a salt meter. A salt meter different than a TDS meter. They're calibrated differently. The principle is the same, but the calibration is different.
0: And there are so, some salt meters with the TDS meter built together. Like you can do. You yes, can there switch.
1: is. I think one's called the Tracer, uh-huh. and it does it does salt or TDS. Yeah. And um so you need to do that, and you need When you're calculating the LSI, you need to put the salt level in there.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, So you need to make sure that you do that when you're calculating it.
0: And I think most of the salt and TDS meters also do temperature. And so you need that for the LSI, too. Right. I think the the basic principle here is you need a range of testers. You You may need some digital meters for TDS, salinity, and temperature. You may need to have a photometer. And you definitely need a reagent test kit because those are very affordable to test with, and then you're probably going to need test strips. So I guess you're going to need all of them at one point.
1: Yeah, you're going to need them all, and 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 don't forget that you really do need uh, copper and iron tests also. Yeah. And and I you know I talk to guys a lot, and a lot of guys don't have that, and then they say. You know, I got a stain in my pool. And I go, well, you could have prevented that, you know, because when you the total of copper and iron together reaches 0.4 parts per million or higher, you can cause staining. So you can predict whether the water is going to do that. All you have to do is periodically measure iron and copper in the pool. And, and if it gets to be, if it's getting up near 0.4, uh, take one of those see-you-later bags and throw it in the skimmer.
0: And I know we don't like promoting various products, but the Lamont Color Q-Pro9 2X has a copper and iron tablet. And I, I just think that kit is the premium photometer for the reason that it does that copper and iron test for the guys out there that are looking for that test kit. And they have strips also, but I don't think the strips are nearly as as accurate as... As a photographer yeah, would be
1: I was wondering if you could see in the background uh-huh. There's a, a yeah. Color Q2X
0: I see that uh,
1: Pro 7 right there That's uh-huh. a brand new one Okay. That uh, I just brought back with me From, the, from being in the US um, And it's not that I promote them so much They're great people They make great products They've had a few hiccups with their spin touch But you know And most of the time The problems have been because the service tech doesn't know how to update the firmware and he doesn't even understand what that is, you know, and and because I've talked to guys, well, you know, it's just the way I bought it. And I go, well, have you ever called up and updated the firmware or anything? No, I don't know how to do that, <laughs> you know. And and then they've got disks that are, you know, three years old and they've been storing them in, in the sunlight in the back of their truck. <laughs> Uh, a lot of that has to has to has to do with operator and storage.
0: So I agree. I have a four-year-old dentist. So I have the, one of the first ones I've ever made, and yeah. it works fine. I I, I do uh, correlate correlated readings with the other photometers, and everything comes out within the range of error. Mm-hmm. So I know it's yeah. working. Of course, Lamont's out of disc. Uh, they they've been having supply chain issues. Uh, the the little plastic for the disc is in shortage. You know, so. Yeah. Everything's yeah. being affected. But again, um, you know, we covered a gambit of subjects here like we always do. And I know the listeners appreciate the time and especially in lieu of your health issues that you're still able to come on here and, and, and do the show and and share your knowledge with the listeners.
1: Well, you know, this has been I've been fortunate throughout my not all of my life because I didn't actually get in the pool industry till I was. I don't know, twenty, twenty-seven or twenty-eight or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, so, I didn't really have uh, the passion, but but the fire got lit when I was first got in the pool industry, and it's it's stayed lit. And I've been fortunate to to go to work every day doing something that I really enjoyed, that I love doing, and. And it's my passion and my livelihood, and and I really do enjoy studying water and figuring things out, and uh, and doing stuff like that. So it's it's not so much work, and I'm sure that other guys that have the same problems that I'm faced with now with my health would probably just say, well, why are you working? You know, and my answer is because it's what I like doing, mm-hmm. you know, and it's why I get up in the morning. I get up every day and come in here to my computer and and write articles and talk to people and and do stuff all day long, and all of it has to do with water and and passing along my knowledge to people that want it mm-hmm. and and need it. I just I've have I have a way of getting that knowledge to people that that's easy for them to understand.
0: And if you're looking for information on Bob Lowry's Certified Residential Course, you can find it on his website, PCTI.online. You can also find his tech bulletins and other resources on his website. And if you're looking for the other episodes that I recorded in this series with Bob Lowry, simply go to my website, SwimmingForLearning.com, on the banner, click on the podcast icon. And from there, you can see the episodes I recorded with him. And if you wanted to search for more, you can just type Bob Lowry in the search box. and It'll pull up other episodes that I recorded with Bob Lowry. If you're in the industry and you want to enhance your business, definitely consider my coaching program at PoolGuyCoaching.com. A lot of great benefits for joining there, including a discount on your general liability insurance. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week, and God bless.
1: Yeah!
0: Real quick. If you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at get skimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's get skimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.